Hey everybody, my name is Ellen. And my name's Alyssa. Welcome back to the Modern Singer Podcast. Today we're going to talk about something that isn't really talked about a lot, um, either on this podcast or just as a singer, is arts admin. I'm so excited. I know. I'm excited because this is what I do. (laughs) I have a degree in this nonsense. (laughs) I know. It's like... It's like we don't talk about it very much, but a lot of us either do it or know people who are in it. Um, so I'm, I'm really, really excited. If you don't know, you know, arts admin is just another way you can continue to be involved and influence the arts without being a full-time singer or actor. Or it's a really nice way to supplement your career, uh, your singing career, your acting career, your teaching career, if you don't want to sing full-time or, you know, if you just need a little bit of extra income. Arts administrators are responsible for carrying out the day-to-day operations of an arts organization and essentially keep the company running. These roles could include finance, staff management, DEIA work, marketing, artist management, public relations, fundraising, education, community engagement, production, artistic, and so much more. Like, there is so many things that arts administrators do. Many of the skills that you've already learned as a singer translate into arts administration. So we're going to talk about a couple different buckets of them. So first is is what I do, marketing. <laughs> um, and, and just to give you a little backstory too, I was a singer. I was didn't do anything else. I was a nanny. I did random jobs. I worked retail. And then I applied for a job as the marketing specialist at Arizona Opera. And now I'm the interim director of marketing communications and PR. So yeah, um, when I tell you... <laughs> Uh, so when I tell you that like this is very, very doable and these skills really do translate, I, I really do mean it. It's hard to see it at first, but we're going to tell you a little, you know, a few ways that they do translate. So anyway, back to marketing. Some of the things that you do as a marketer, you create graphics, you write copy that excites people, you know, about the shows, about the different recitals, about different programs that the company is doing. You sell tickets, uh, you write programs. Um, program notes, depending on the type of program, and you facilitate interviews, PR and stuff with the singers, and uh, kind of either buy or create advertisement. So how do your skills as a singer translate into this? So creating graphics, I mean, we are all on social media. Are you creating graphics to promote your upcoming season or an upcoming show or just fun, cute graphics that, you know, to stay active on social media? It is exactly the same thing. Um, Writing copy that excites people about performances. I mean, you're doing you're doing the same thing if you're creating a newsletter for yourself, um, writing to colleagues or donors or patrons. I mean, whomever that you need to, you know, seem kind of professional. You're already writing in a professional way. You know about these shows. You know about these operas. You know, we went to school for it. So you can write intelligently about them. Selling tickets. Are you? Have you ever tried to get somebody to come to your show? What? It's exactly nope. the same Never. thing. Why would I do that? <laughs> right. Why would I do exactly. that? Exactly. It's exactly that. So you're just kind of telling people, hey, we have this show. This is when we have it and why they should come, you know, and you know how to talk to people and how you can get them to come to a certain show. And you know how to talk to people who are in your field or, you know, have the same degree as you or who are longtime donors who come to your shows all the time or, you know, um, 
fund what you're doing and whatnot. So you know how to talk to these different types of people. It's the same thing. You're just kind of translating it into a more professional manner. Um, writing programs, we all did this in school. We all had to write our own program notes. We all had to gather materials for our own shows. I mean, if you put on your own show at all outside of school, you are way prepared for this. It is exactly the same thing. And then again, uh, facilitating interviews and other advertisements, you know what's going to appeal to people. You know why you like this certain show. You know why people should come to this show. It's because it's either it's like a funny show or it's new and intriguing or these specific singers or are in it. Like you, you already know from your schooling or just, you know, by being in the industry, what drives people to come to the show. And that's all you have to do. You have to translate that into an interview or purchasing advertisements or creating that graphic. These are definitely translatable skills into the marketing department. The next bucket we've got is education. This includes developing programs for kids, setting up in-school assemblies or events, and putting learning materials together for kids. A lot of us have these skills already. We've put on recitals, whether it's for school or externally, so we know how to develop these programs. It's just making sure that we pick the right music for the right audience. Same kind of setup, it's just a different mindset of the kind of materials you're presenting. Setting up in-school assemblies, we have all had to set up and break down a show at some point. Be it in high school, (laughs) in college, we've all done the setup and the takedown. You know how to do that. It's just making sure that you don't try to put yourself in too many places and making sure that you give yourself the time for setup and strike. And lastly, putting learning materials together for kids. It's basically just taking all of your favorite parts of the music that you're doing and emphasizing it. Maybe that means you make a cute little coloring page for them on something like Canva, which is really just lines anyways. Maybe you make a fun little storyboard that they can color in or a word search if you're doing something for older singers on all of those things. We all have the capability of being an educator. It just depends on the level of education that you're intending to give. Maybe you like K through five, maybe you like middle school, maybe you like working with high schoolers and teaching them a little bit more in depth. Maybe you just want to do the anti-bullying campaign in schools, who knows? But all of these things we already do, especially if you have outreach experience, you know what you're doing. Another bucket that sometimes is clumped together with education, but sometimes it is pulled out into a completely separate department is community engagement. And it's it's very similar to education, but it's kind of that adult learning aspect instead of the kids learning. Some of the things that you might do if you work in community engagement are planning events and performances, um, a lot of pop-up recitals on on-site, you know, at the opera company where you guys perform, or even just out in the public, like at the zoo or the botanical gardens. Oh my gosh, can you imagine singing at the zoo and every animal just going, shut up, shut up? <laughs> Actually, we just we did just sing at the zoo. <laughs> Wait, all I can think of is like Queen of the Night outside of the lions and them just screaming along because that brings me so much joy. It's fabulous. Like you get to, you know, and as a singer and a community, somebody who's in community engagement, you get to go to these really cool places. But you connect with a lot of people that it's kind of like one of the main things like in education and community engagement. You're out there in the public connecting with companies. networking. Like. Exactly. Networking like, you know, like the zoo or botanical gardens or I mean, companies, other other any and all companies and also people in the community. 
you're either lecturing or hiring people to lecture, you know, about the shows, about the programs that you've put together. You're hiring singers for these community outreach programs, whether that be in education or these um, pop-up events that you're doing. So how does that translate from your skills as a singer? Planning events and performances. If you have ever once planned your own recital in school or made your own opportunities outside of school, you are you are set. What do people want to hear? You know, can you put together a 30 minute, an hour recital? Can you make the music connect um, into a theme? Maybe that theme relates to your bigger show that your company is doing on the stage. You know, those are, you know how to pick rep. You know what you need in a singer, hiring singers, listening to singers. You know what's good. You know what, you know, types of singers you need for types of roles or types of recitals and you know how to make that music connect connecting with companies and people in the community networking we do this all the time here at modern singer we talk about how important networking is you got this in the bag as singers we network all the time we are promoting ourselves all the time now all you have to do is translate this and do it for the company um, you're connecting with people and com- other companies telling them why We should cross promote with each other, why we should do this program together and how it'll be mutually beneficial to both of us. Lecturing. This may or may not be something that you did in school, but you have all of that knowledge and you have that writing experience, right? So if you are, you know, putting together a lecture series that will promote, you know, one of your larger shows that the company is doing, you know about that show. You studied it in school. You've maybe sung that a role from that show. You know what people want to hear about. You know that if you're talking to a more seasoned opera audience, that you may want to talk more about musicality or something a little bit more higher education or highbrow, if you will, information. Or if you're talking to a group of people who have never, you know, listened to opera, never come to an opera, maybe a younger audience, sometimes, like I said, it blends into that education component, then you know that you can talk about like what this opera is. What does opera buffa mean? What information do they need to know about the composer? You went to school and you studied these things and that definitely translates into lecturing. And we've all had to write a paper on an opera before. So absolutely. Same thing. Maybe it's an opera. Maybe it's a straight play like this can translate not just to opera companies, as an arts administrator, but to other companies as well. Maybe you work for a producer. Maybe you work for a theater that just wants to boost ticket sales. Like all of these things we've done before. We've had to write a paper on a play or a show or something. We've had to go into the detail. We've all done the work to learn about the show. And now it's just putting that work into a paper that you say out loud. Absolutely. Which is what a speaking gig is. I don't know why I felt the need to explain what a lecture is, but I did. <laughs> the next bucket I want to talk about is development. This one is, it's not as people-centered as the other ones were. Development is writing and applying for grants, developing relationships with people in the community to ask for their support, and things like that. So when we're thinking of sitting down and writing grant applications, as someone who has done it, I had to do it in my postgrad when I have my postgrad in arts administration. I, oh my God, it was so hard. It was so many different components that I didn't know I needed. It's, it's a lot of writing. So if you are a strong writer, this is going to be great for you, this aspect of it. I was writing a grant for a new opera production to see if we could get 
paid to put put it on its feet basically and do a workshop of it um it ended up not working out which is totally fine but having that skill to be able to write for and apply to grants and say this is why this should be funded such a strong skill because then you can also develop that into relationships with people and other businesses in your community to ask them for their support because you already wrote the grant application so all you have to do is make it shorter because usually grant applications are like I think mine ended up being like 50 pages so definitely not 50 pages that you send to your relationships in the community but you know how to do it you already know why your show should be produced and now you're just making it a little bit shorter making it a little bit more zazzy if you will I don't know why I picked that word but being able to connect with everyone in your community to tell them why this is a good show why they should come out I know that there's been a lot of research lately that word of mouth and music are the biggest reasons people are going to shows right now they just did a huge study on Broadway of people are going to shows that they've heard their friends talk about or that they already know the music to which can be a little bit more challenging if you're doing like a new show or a new opera, but being able to pull people in, maybe you do invited rehearsals and you pull some people in so that they can then go out into the community and talk it up, start telling their friends about it. I know Boston Lyric did this thing, I was a part of it, where they had like a social media squad that they invited to their final dress rehearsal and we would live tweet it, we would post about it on all of our social media and it was a really great way to A, get free tickets as a broke college kid and b it was a really great way to have literally free marketing done for you that i wouldn't have thought of if i hadn't been a part of that and being able to just invite people to a dress rehearsal to then go out into the world and talk about it for you so we already know how to do this yeah and in development i think like the biggest takeaway i think from development which is would be very hard for me is like asking people for money like you are oh, just yeah. going to be like asking people for money and a lot of singers like we have no shame right like we promote ourselves all the time we ask people to fund us and support us all the time hello can you can would you like me to scream for you and then you pay me that'd be great exactly you know we <laughs> we ask people hey and a GoFundMe or something hey i need help fundraising for my summer gig or hey we're putting on this recital would anybody like to to help but then also like as a teacher you're asking people for money you're saying hey this is what I can give you if you give me this amount of money in return so these are skills that we already have and also you're putting on these sometimes in development you put on fundraising activities like a gala or inviting people like you said to a dress rehearsal to show people what you do and then say, okay, cool. Like see all these cool things that we do. You want to give us money now. So you know what's cool about the show. You know what's cool about the behind the scenes process that maybe other people don't know about um, who aren't involved in, you know, our, in our profession. So that those are kind of some of the other little things that you do in development that, um, that really translate from what we've learned as singers. The last job that we're going to talk about is artistic. And that's, you know, that's not only artistic, like arts admin artistic, but also this could translate into artist management and stuff like that. But if you worked in the artistic department, you'd probably be negotiating contracts, uh, plan programming and recitals as well, going on audition tours and picking singers for shows and, you know, really just keeping relationships with singers. This is something that we do every single day. If you have ever been offered a gig you know what a contract looks like. You know what needs to go into it, 
what is good for the singer, what is good for the company. If you're, you know, if you're managed or if you're part of AGMA or something like that, there may be some additional things in there. But this is very, very common as a singer and something that would translate into the artistic department. Plan programming and recitals. Again, you know, we got this under the bag. We have done this in school, out of school Going on audition tours and picking singers for show, that is our bread and butter, right? <laughs> How many auditions have you been on? So you're just basically on the other side of the desk. You are listening to the singers. You know what to look for. You you already know the shows that the company is doing. So you just need to figure out what singers will fit. You know what a resume looks like. You know people in the industry that you could ask about these singers and you know you know what voice types that you need and, and what sounds good and what doesn't and keeping relationships with other singers i mean we got this in the bag right this is what we do it's so easy. every day it's so easy in and out yeah so artistic it really that one feels you know more of kind of like oh yeah that makes sense i have all of these skills but your skills really do translate into all of these different types of jobs there are so many other duties and responsibilities that go into the jobs that we've talked about, as well as many other types of arts administration jobs. But we wanted to give you an idea of how the skills that you already possess now translate into these arts admin roles. Even your knowledge of the art form and how the industry works is invaluable and will guide you how to really perform and succeed in these jobs. If you're interested in arts admin, just apply for the job. Show them the skills that you already have as a singer. Translate into what they're looking for. Thank you so much for joining us today. Please subscribe, rate, and review to help us reach new followers. This really, really helps out the podcast. If you really liked today's episode, you can also share it with a friend who might also be interested in arts administration. Don't forget to check out our Etsy shop for all of the amazing resources that we offer to singers. We are so excited. They are completely affordable and everything is an electronic download. So you get it immediately. We'll see you next week. Bye. 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 <laughs> <laughs>